Hi, I'm Alex Cox. I'm Savannah Million. And this is Roboism. A podcast about robots and tech and isms, and I have a mint in my mouth. I was wondering if you were eating anything. I didn't realize we were starting right away. <laughs> I thought we would maybe have some small talk first. <laughs> This Just is small right talk. in. Okay. Well, that's the problem with humans. Today, <laughs> I am so tired and so hungry, but like my mind can't make up what I want to eat, and I, I, I I'm, I'm grumpy today. I'm a mm-hmm. big old grump. Well, Ugh. I'm sorry, but uh, good news: the day's almost over. Plus, we get to talk about robots, and it's your favorite thing. I know. I'm sorry. I just let out a, a volcano of emotion. And <laughs> <laughs> Follow Please up. contain your volcano in my presence. <laughs> follow, follow up to our um, hot takes on volcanoes of emotion last week. Mm-hmm. A lot of folks tweeted a story at us. Uh, do you want to recap what happened to this security robot? Oh, oh, I for- I didn't. I forgot that that this would be the time when we would talk about that. Oh, um, yeah. You probably already know this because you listen to a robot <laughs> podcast, so you probably are tuned in. But it, um, there's a security robot in D.C. this week that um, fell into a, a fountain of sorts. <laughs> um, a fountain of sorts. Yes. Uh, it's, yeah. The, most of the headlines are about the robot committing suicide, which I feel like is a... It's um, a little glib. Um, yeah, what is it that they say about headlines? Um, they're bad. I don't know. It's <laughs> the, no, it's such a clickbaity. Yeah, um, yeah, clickbait. It it came from a really, <laughs> admittedly, like a really funny tweet. Our DC office building got a security robot. It drowned itself. <laughs> we were promised flying cars. Instead, we got suicidal robots. Yeah, yeah. The the thing that's really annoying about this to me, and and this is what I I fear for our society and like robots, is that this wasn't a really smart robot. It's essentially a really fancy Roomba drove into a pool because of a malfunction. Well, also look at the... Look at the way that thing is set up. It's got stairs leading down into it. It's asking <laughs> for a robot idea. death. <laughs> and and the other frustrating thing is like I am not against robot memes. Uh, memes. I think that it is funny, and I'm very sorry for Sam. I think they named him Sam. Um, and there's a little memorial set up. Like I'm I'm all for the um the humanizing of anything that has some sort of artificial intelligence but this thing really didn't it was just it was a smart Roomba I'm sorry guys Steve Steve I'm sorry Steve rest in peace yeah um but there, the the one thing I could find was from the BBC of all places. Uh, it said that last year, a similar model of a robot um, ran over a sixteenth month a sixteenth month old toddler. Oh, jeez! <laughs> in a Silicon Valley shopping mall, which is the most like dystopian did it, thing. Did it hurt it? Uh, I you know, f- hold on for follow up follow up the the baby was totally fine i thought you were gonna say don't worry the robot only got scratched (laughs) no no the 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 poor kid just had a a little scratch and then they took the robots out of the mall because you don't want your robots running over babies well Um, they put the robot to sleep when they run over a baby (laughs) (laughs) did you make a dead dog joke 
I'm sorry. Okay. All right. <clears throat> I was about to tell you this story. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. Wait, wait, wait. So, okay. No, I, ac- I, don't know, I don't actually know the story. Somebody told me about it and I was going to bring it up. And see if you knew about it, but bring, you already knew it. Br- bring up, bring up the, bring up the story. No, that's it. I, that's Hard the cut. whole story. The <laughs> the guy, a guy assaulted a security robot, and he got uh, arrested or fined or something for it. Right? The yeah. robot like reported him to the police. I, in, in this case, it seems. <laughs> That the, uh, they're called night scopes, which sounds really like night spelled like a knight in shi- mm-hmm. shining armor type knight. Um, <laughs> this, I'm sorry. This is just so silly. These souped up Roombas. Um, <laughs> the the, <laughs> the man was drunk and attacked the robot and the robot did its job in alerting the authorities. But there's no instances of these robots actually like catching a culprit, like a, a breaking in or something. Like, the, I mean, maybe just, it's kind of like having an, uh, what is it, ATT? Like having a security sticker on your window. Like even if you don't, people, uh, uh, a less burglar. Less likely to gonna, burgle. Yeah, less less burgles when you have a night scope around. Well, you can still, um, yeah, I mean, you can do, get the data on that if like less crimes happen. <laughs> This radius of a of night, a night scope. A night scope. <laughs> um, this is such a bad. St- I've. Uh, this is a meme, and <laughs> I just want the tweets to stop. <laughs> so we did get a lot of tweets. Thank you to everyone who tweeted. Yes. Uh, oh boy. Um, any any more co- follow up on on Steve? No, I don't have any more follow up on Steve. Sorry, right. Steve. <laughs> Moment of silence for Steve. Savannah, do you have any news stories today? Alex, I do. Oh my gosh. I actually like was a proactive podcast co-host and I looked up some news stories. I'm so excited. Yeah, so I found a link, uh, you know, on the internet. I'm not going to tell you my sources or you won't listen to the podcast anymore, probably, because <laughs> cut out the middleman. Anyways, I found a link to this weird site that does like tech news. Um, and the headline for the article is called Robots Learn to Speak Body Language. This body tracking software could help robots read your emotions. Um, so that was intriguing. So I read this article and it's about um, a group of researchers at Carnegie Mellon University that um, have this program that they're making called Open Pose. And it's actually like open sourced. Are you playing? Oh, dear. Are oh, you dear. Doing, are you oh, doing a music? Oh, no. I, <laughs> I was looking up the article. And yeah. Our, it's sorry. like org or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. But uh, um, at any rate, it's cool. And uh, it's they have like uh, an artificial intelligence that can see like what parts of your body are connected to you right so it can like differentiate between your fingers and if it there's multiple if it's looking at multiple people it knows that like which hand belongs to which person it doesn't like mix that up and they it can um tell when you're like turning your head it's like facial recognition is good enough that it knows it's still a face you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that's all impressive um the art, just speaking of clickbait, the, it doesn't do anything with body language or emotions 
yet. I don't know if they have any intentions of going that route, but the article at the very like end is kind of like, so you could eventually get to like learn in emotions with it. But I, emotions <laughs> are like way more complicated than just like moving your hands around. So I don't know. Mm. I felt I was a little disillusioned, but um, it is cool. They have a bunch of gifts in their uh, GitHub repository that show uh, how good it is at tracking and it looks cool and it's all like open source so you can go check it out on um on github it is cmu-perceptual-computing-lab and the project is called open pose we do have show notes oh yeah yeah sorry <laughs> you can delete me saying that and we'll just put it in no. the show notes i like when you speak github oh yeah no problem i just <laughs> It's in my other language. <laughs> Do you have any news for me about um, your problematic robot boyfriend? Well, he he, he said that... Uh, oh, okay, so, I mean, this is not so much robot-related, but my problematic boyfriend, Elon Musk, uh, welcome to the Musk date. He said that the government had give, given him an okay to build a hyperloop slash underground tunnel from new york to washington dc totally and it would take 29 minutes to travel that distance uh but there's really no (laughs) there was very little follow-up of like i I actually i think the mayor of uh dc eventually like tweeted about it or or something but i'm kind of like taking a step back on this because i'm like all right is this a public infrastructure thing is this oh is this just his way of getting back and forth uh, it, it, it seems Elon like- can travel between <laughs> D.C. and San Francisco in 29 minutes, but nobody else can. I mean, he has a plane. He doesn't need... I, I, I wonder, like, when uh, electric planes are on the docket. But anyway, that was the big thing. Um, but he also... There was a blurb somewhere about how uh, he said that we're close to getting rid of steering wheels. And it he, the man just, like, vomits clickbait. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like right elon says there'll be no more steering wheels in 10 years yeah and <laughs> I, I, i'm like okay uh, all right buddy here's the thing about that is uh listen we've already established that i don't like cars and i'm anti-driving in general mm-hmm. but my uh very basic understanding of driving is that having like tactile whatchamacallits to do with i'm doing a gesture of driving like it's very important like there's have you ever been like touching a touch screen and it's mm-hmm. not reacting mm-hmm. that's really bad like we have like some some stuff has to be like tactile do you know what i mean like you have yeah. to be like have your eyes on the road and be able to like feel what you're doing but if you're if it's if it's a robot driving the car, then like yeah, whatever. I guess get rid of the steering wheel. But if you if you need to have some kind of human takeover, it should be something tactile and not just like a touchscreen. I mean, I I think his point is um, well. I mean, it, the the way he talked about it was like we don't need uh, we won't need steering wheels because it'll all be automatic. Man, well, then <laughs> yeah, but then so, so we, don't, we won't I, need a whole bunch of other things either. It's a very like Johnny Ive Apple sort of like oh we <laughs> let's get rid of all the ports <laughs> let's get rid of the steering wheel. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I'm surprised you have st- such sh- strong opinions. Maybe well, here here's 
what I was thinking is that there, a Tesla is way less likely to hit you than a person actually driving a car. Yeah. Or I should say a Tesla on autopilot is way less likely to hit you as a person on a bicycle riding through Chicago. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Keep steering wheels. Keep headphone ports. <laughs> <laughs> I have some more thoughts on Wobot, which, if you'll remember, a couple weeks ago, uh, I, I did the free trial for, for Facebook's Therapy Bot. Um, right, and the, the, is today the last day of your trial? I don't know. I Actually, I think it was smart enough. I, I definitely neglected to do some days, so mm-hmm. I think it's smart enough to know that I haven't like in, engaged Oh, it's 14 days of engagement. Yes. That's I, nice. I think. Or was it seven? I forget. It, it was It was 14. 14. Um, and I just... Uh, it's kind of interesting. Like... Yeah? The, uh, occasionally, it would send me little informative um, videos about... Uh, or give me, like, quizzes, which... We, it sounds stupid. I know I, like, made fun of this last week. But it was kind of like, I can definitely see a teen or a youth uh-huh. um, being like, oh, the, the, the there was a, s- a short video about like absolute statements, like saying things like everybody hates me or nothing is, uh, nothing will get better. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was like, hey, your brain is telling you this, but it's not, it's not factual or feasible that these things you're saying are true. And, and it was kind of like, yeah, that's a really like basic anxiety and depression 101 type thing. Again, disclaimer, not a doctor, just <laughs> see a lot of them. And I can definitely see a, someone who is, you know, anxious or their, their brain isn't, working the way they'd like uh going to this for help and then being like oh i i'm a normal person and these are normal health problems to have and i should reach out to a professional and proceed that way so it, it, it i i don't know it was kind of okay i, I don't know if nine dollars a month is uh, i don't know i might pay the nine dollars a month just to see how stuff goes i'm i'm curious uh, it, it also linked me to a couple of articles that showed, um, like, there's, there's uh, I don't know if we can play it, but it sent me an article to this thing about how neuroscientists have found the most relaxing song. And obviously, again, very clickbaity, but just, mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't know. It's like making you, it's it's almost mindfulness in the Facebook Messenger app. I don't know. I'm surprised you like it so much. I didn't think yeah, that you would. Neither did I. I was, uh, and again, most of it is like canned responses. Like if you look at my chat with it, like most of it is emojis. But I did not send those emojis. It was like you you just had it to auto makes you yeah. yeah. So what do you like about it more than something like mood notes? That doesn't hmm. advertise itself as a robot, but is essentially a similar. This was much less of a mood tracker than I thought it would be. It's more of um, sort of, it, it's just kind of a way to get you to think about your feelings and your volcano of emotions and just be like, okay, why why am I feeling this way? Like, I, there was one day where I said that I, I so I said that I was very anxious, and they, then it shared the article about the relaxing song, and I, 
it was interesting. It was like a prompt to be to just think about my mental health, I guess. Hmm. Yeah, whereas um, something like Mood Notes or I'm sorry, I forget their Twitter name, but there's a new app called uh, Dalio that syncs with Apple Health a little bit better. And it's just like a personal mood diary. And I, I, oh, and cool. again, I like gathering those statistics because I think it's interesting. Data. <laughs> Yay, data. Love the data. So yeah, soft recommendation for Wobot, I guess. Still hate the name. Yeah, bad name. Hmm. Oh, our guest blinked at you. It's been blinking at me the whole time. <laughs> I've been trying to maintain composure. <laughs> so into the studio, I've brought my new friend. Um, and, and this is Wonder Workshop's uh, <laughs> Dash Robot. So I, I, a lot of people have been asking us to review um, STEM toys for kids, but uh, a lot of these toys are very expensive. Mm-hmm. However, I got an Apple gift card because, uh, I, I don't know, I traded in my old phone and I was like, wow, literally nothing in this store is uh, cheap enough for me to buy, except <laughs> for this This robot I think is $150, which is still incredibly expensive and like it, such a barrier uh of, of entry i know that it like that it, it's kind of crazy pants um however the way that the dash uh, again by wonder workshop is marketed is um like your very first robot and there's this great video that that's definitely meant for like kids to see and then to show their parents of like hey look at all these smart cool things i can do with it look um, at how smart it will make me yeah and so it's this robot. It looks like um, I was told that it looked like two pairs of male genitalia smooshed together. But I'm not so familiar with that. It's pretty gay. <laughs> no, I think it looks. It's like a a pyramid of tennis balls. Yeah, there's like three tennis balls and then one tennis ball on top, except these tennis balls are made of plastic and they're all connected. And one of them is an eyeball and it's been staring at me this whole (laughs) time. I I know that this is bad radio, but just watching this little guy blink at Savannah (laughs) Spirit entertaining. (laughs) Yeah, entertaining for who? I I don't. So what does it do? Uh, Good question. Let's let me show you. So there, there's one main app, and I, I will say, I, I also have my Sphero in here, um, which is another STEM robot toy, uh, and it's a little bit cheaper and m- more accessible. And it comes in BB-8, BB-8 flavor. form, yes. <laughs> and I, I'm not going to turn her on because I realize that she says Star Wars things, and I'm pretty sure we'd be violating some sort of copyright. Um, so oop, I'm going to make the dash... Come over and say hi to you. Uh-oh. Yep. Oh, oh, oh. oh dear. There, there he goes. His name is Theodore. Um, He's going to turn my mic off. The <laughs> He's just exploring, exploring the studio. Um, but as you can see, you can make him, like right now I'm manually using the phone app to make him walk around. But he, I can also make him look at you and look up and down and do-do-do. Wow. Yeah. So... You're controlling him, so he's I like am. a, a re- remote control car, kind of. Yes. Oh, he's uh, making sounds, too. <laughs> and there's little, like, demo versions. 
So um, is he like Spira? Like you can control, uh, like where he goes. Yes, I'm. Oh, I'm wow. sorry. I'm just having fun with these sound effects. There's this is kind of like. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, I'm making him dance. Oh, oh you okay, buddy? You're right there. All right. Um, <laughs> but this is, so there's this introductory app and you can also uh, like record things that that he'll say. Um, like a parrot. Yeah. And, and so I'm like really simplifying this. Uh, but, oh, and, and yeah, you can turn on, you can make the colors be different and all of this fun stuff. So this is essentially me like playing with a very expensive fidget cube right now, right? Like, like it's not doing much. However, there's a bunch of apps. Um, one is called Path, which then you, you program, you pre-program the path it'll take. So you can set up an obstacle course with whatever you want, like blocks or paper cups or whatever. Um, Xylo, which is a music making app. And as you can, as I demonstrated, uh, he makes a lot of noise. Um, there's also Blockly, which is, uh, it, 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 I, I, I'm not exactly sure what it does. Um, but it says Blockly introduces advanced concept of coding through playful projects and puzzles. Oh, it does block coding so you can tell it what to do. Ah, see, see, you you know these Sphero things. Does than this I. too? Yeah, yeah. It, it's also integrated with Swift Swift Playgrounds, which is Apple's nice. um, app for the iPad that teaches kids how to code in Swift. Um, and by kids, I also mean me. Uh, and then there's <laughs> Go, <laughs> where it's it's that's what I'm using right now. It's just the app that makes you can use it as a little remote control for the. <laughs> oh, you poked him. He he got sad. I'm sorry. It's okay. I it's just okay. wanted to push the button. Theodore, you're you're okay, buddy. Don't she Savannah's a friend. It's all right. Um and I so I'm really excited about this little guy, especially because uh there's there's not just software add-ons, but you can buy like a little attachment for its head, so you, then you can put a, like a, a smartphone hat on it, it. <laughs> a hat, or or a smartphone, and then use it as a little camera. Like I actually turned on the push notifications, and the app sends me suggestions, uh, so parents can get these to see. Like, all right, what educational projects can this little guy uh, do with my kids? And uh, <laughs> it's making a lot of noise, and I. Found, I've played with a lot of toys um, for for kids that are supposed to like, uh, hopefully, it, like enhance their uh, engagement with STEM. But this one feels like the most like you start playing with it and, right away, and it's like, oh, this is an easy, fun toy. And then you're like, it, totally. it naturally propels you to like want to do more. Oh, he's whistling. Okay, Aww. I think he's bored. Um, and I don't know, like a lot of other toys that I've played with, there's kind of like, a, you, it's a complicated setup and this is the easiest setup I've ever had with a robot toy. Like it, it was super easy to connect over Bluetooth. Obviously right away it needed an update, but it was very quick. Um, and when you turn it off, it reconnects very quickly. Unlike Sphero, which can take a while. Mm. Yeah. So <laughs> right, Spiro does like you have to do the whole Bluetooth pairing every time. It seems mm-hmm. like yeah, and this one like <laughs> oh, 
Ah! <laughs> I saved him. So he thinks, is this, are there sensors for like the wall or? You know, uh, you'd think that I would have looked that up and prepared it in notes, but I do think there are, sen- well, there have to, have to be sensors because that's how you. What does tapping hmm. his head do? Uh, no idea whatsoever, which is why, that's the thing. I'm not reading the instructions. I'm just going, I'm just playing and, and seeing what I find out as I go along. I do know that I set it, set Theodore free with my cat and how'd that go uh, pretty good actually um (laughs) i unleashed a lot of the the only uh instance in which a bad thing happened with my cats and a robot was a uh off-brand Roomba that is uh Uh cats don't like vacuums and they really don't like vacuums that (laughs) move on them uh, uh, on their own sure uh but no they they liked this little guy it's kind of like a walking laser toy oh yeah i could see that but they didn't and, attack him or anything. Yeah, yeah. And but anyway, the, it, it didn't run into a wall, so maybe there are sensors in there. Um, so. I don't know. It's not doing a great job right now. Well, I mean, he's not. I, I don't. He doesn't sense the. He can't sense like, oh, I shouldn't walk off this table. But if we were to put him on the ground, I think he would not run into the brick wall. Hopefully, maybe. <laughs> well now now he's back okay, under my how control do I, how do i you know we can keep him on he he's a good co-host i think he is he a too, he's he, a little <laughs> oh my gosh oh dear oh, oh he's hey buddy how you doing he sounds like an elephant those are just some of the fun noises that come free with, with <laughs> oh good <laughs> with, with the dash the robot um there there's also another counterpo- uh, counterpart if you want to spend more money um a, a robot called dot and it's made by the same company and and also you can basically play with it like a ball like um i i think sphero had this at one point but you can like throw it around and and i'd be afraid to throw around sphero too much yeah it, it it's it's like designed to be like a hot potato type toy um and it, you, it, it rolls around in the same thing um but anyway it it's a it's a bummer that all of these toys are so expensive um, and that you need to, you know, cash in your old smartphone <laughs> and then <laughs> impulse buy something at an Apple store. Oh, Dash looks like he's made of four dots. Yeah, yeah, basically. Like you, if you were just to, and, and that's what I thought at first. I'm like, can can you buy multiple dots and like dash? Yeah, and and no. like put put them together. Um, kind of like there's um, Evu Tech makes a line of robots that you build before you can play with them and they're pretty cool but uh, again like if you get stuck it's like well i have a pile of lego and (laughs) And no robot yeah (laughs) yeah it's cute i mean i guess i get why they're so expensive although i wish i wish it weren't so maybe they'll be inexpensive uh one day kind of like how we probably spent like a hundred dollars on a poochie when nine and so true now we have the dash (laughs) uh for people who for our younger listeners a poochie was a 
what looked like a robot dog, but really it was a plastic dog toy that you would push a button. And it would and, jump. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't even jump, Savannah. It just it sat did, down. It did like a little flip kind of Oh, that's thing. right. It wasn't very impressive. But yeah, they really oversold that. I think also I had high expectations because of the Furby. Like mm-hmm. the Furby was impressive. Very. Uh, the Furby was actually <laughs> made, it, it was created in the MIT Media Labs. Really? <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> so I guess one other thing before we wrap up. Um, thanks to Matthew on Twitter for sending us the link about the woman who made her own artificial pancreas. Um that's awesome and we're putting we'll put the link in the show notes <laughs> this is I, I i don't even want to dive into this yet because it's just so cool and i want to do more research and find out more about this because it, it, it's a, like there's a lot of diy cyborg stuff but this is hardcore <laughs> yeah and uh if you're a cyborg you should tell us we're interested in such things (laughs) yes especially me as i'm grumpy and tired and i just kept thinking can i i I was at the point of like taking caffeine pills today oh i'm gonna go home and sleep after this savannah did you know that august marks the three-year anniversary of relay fm three years wow three years that actually is like super crazy that is but we haven't been here very long we haven't and we're so glad that even though relay is so young that they continue to take on even younger shows like us yeah we really appreciate it all through august uh if you are a member at of relay fm which costs five dollars a month it's really cool i uh, i swear i swear to god i thought i was um a relay member and i wasn't and oh no i was like what's happening why why don't i get any of this these fun like extras that everyone's talking about uh because i was not a member but i signed up and what did i get access to a monthly behind the scenes newsletter preview of upcoming shows um and a members only podcast where stephen hackett one of the co-founders of relay interviews uh another host on the network about a topic that he chooses um and Finally, access to a feed full of bonus Relay FM shows that are going to be coming out in August and September. So this is kind of like our big yearly drive to get everybody to become members of Relay FM and support independent media. And I know we haven't been here very long, but we, we're, we're going to be here and be making more content and stuff <laughs> ah, we won't call it content we though. won't we'll be making more uh episodes and things so now's a really good time to jump in and support relay and you can show that support by going to roboism.fm or uh relay.fm slash roboism it's only five dollars a month but there are t- tiers if you want to go higher there's um, bronze silver and gold memberships yeah if you want to give more money uh they'll take it yeah no one's gonna stop you no one's gonna be mad unlike those regular transactions you're used to (laughs) where it's everything's just a set amount none of that over here um and if you want to support all the great shows you can go to relay.fm slash membership and then a cut of your membership pledge will go to all the shows across the network which is great yeah and maybe if you uh, sign up and become a member, we'll be able to get some more crazy robots into this studio, like Theodore. <laughs> and, I, you know, Theodore was a really nice robot. He did not try to s- attack Savannah, despite me trying to control him and trying to get him to run into Savannah multiple times. Yeah, maybe we should get him a friend so he leaves me alone. <laughs> <laughs>
Also, thank you to everybody who has been talking to us on Twitter and leaving us reviews on iTunes. That really helps. We have a lot of cool stuff planned and coming up, and you will hear it shortly. If you want to keep up with all of our shenanigans, you can follow us on Twitter at at RoboismFM. And if you want to follow my shenanigans, you can find me on Twitter at at Alex Cox, spelled C-O-X. And I'm at Savannah Million. Do you have any anything else, Savannah? Nope. I'm going to go eat a food because I'm a person. Oh, good plan. Mm. I'm Alex Cox. And I'm Savannah Million. And this has been Broboism. Thank you, Thank you for, for listening. listening. Someone, someone.